You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to the David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I am excited because... Today, I get to really dive into some amazing work that Converge Media has been doing on the ground and share with you all some of the amazing stories that are out there, you know, as we utilize media to uplift stories that often are not being told. Trust and believe there's so much beauty going on inside and outside of our community. And Converge Media has been covering a wide range of not only spaces, but also stories. So I get to share those with you today. But of course, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch us, we do have you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, you know, uh, Apple Music, uh, you know, whichever one is your favorite. I'm going to have to get to learn some of the other names, but search for us uh, on whatever platform you really enjoy and you will find us there. Um, Shout out to everyone who is tagging and sharing the stream and sharing the podcast. Uh, I know I say this often, but it's because I am so grateful My gratitude abounds because I am hearing from so many different people who are finding the day with Trey through your sharing, through your talking about it, through others who come on the platform and share it with their audiences as well. So I want to thank all of my past guests who also have really helped to grow this platform and grow this show. Um, it's it's through the, the word of mouth and being on the street. And a lot of people go, wait a minute, I can't believe I didn't know about you. And now they tell others. And I just really appreciate all of you for doing that sharing because this is very much much uh, a part of community and you all get to participate in the growth here because you all are the reason why I do this. So thank you so much for sharing and making sure folks know where to get their daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey. Um, I got to say that, you know, it's been phenomenal to see some of the work happening in community because I'm out there in community and I get to participate in some great uh, events and great initiatives that folks are bringing to the forefront. But I will say that Converge Media has been on the ground spotlighting some of this great work. And First up today, Creative Justice has done an amazing job of bringing forth, uh, you know, a, a nuanced, innovative way to really connect with young people and disrupt this like school to prison pipeline and find other ways for young people to be creative as they find themselves engaged in the justice system. Uh, creative Justice is doing great work here, and we were on the ground to spotlight one of their health health and wellness events. Check it out. Hey, what's poppin' y'all? This rail be free and we keeping it 100. We provide free therapy, mental health resources, advocacy, peer support, tuition assistance, 
anything that you can think of that is a barrier in black healing, we are working toward eliminating that. Man, the feeling of full belly. When you leave your auntie house, you feel like you got fed, not just physically, spiritually. You feel like you're connected with people. I have pulled up with my button maker. We got art making happening over here. I'm representing my art therapy practice, love, light, energy, art therapy. We deal with so much stigma in our community. Um, even when someone is really authentically checking in with you, sometimes we don't even know how to receive it. Hi, I'm Nikita Oliver. Welcome to Keeping It 100. Central District at Washington Hall. Outside we have performances with folks like Dave Cheney and Aisha Noir. Inside we have health and wellness activities. We have massages, acupuncture, sound healing, and then we have different community organizations like Surge Reproductive Justice, Washington Therapy Fund, Tubman Center for Health and Liberation are all here today to make sure that we as a black community, we as a community are uplifting the health and wellness of black peoples here in Seattle King County. This year we focus specifically on organizers who have built infrastructure or done work around health and wellness. So that's why we're having a Black-led health and wellness fair. If you could send them a dollar, that's how we stay fortified. Here in the 253-206-360-425. Creative Justice is an arts-based, healing-engaged space for youth that started in 2015 as a diversion program, but has grown into an arts therapy, restorative and transformative justice, youth advocacy, and eventually a cafe here in Washington Hall to make sure that young people have access to economic opportunity, health opportunity, educational opportunity, and of course, arts and culture. opportunity to be in collective um, and to be learning about different types of health and wellness modalities that maybe people don't know a whole lot about or they know a little bit about and they want to learn more about. I love this event because it shows that we are reclaiming what is our birthright, which is healing. And that was taken away from us through colonization, through oppression, through racism. And this event shows that we're taking the right to heal back. We're understanding it takes work for us to be mentally well to be emotionally healthy, it takes work. And we're finding out what kind of work it takes to make to undo a lot of things that have happened to us and to change the course for the next generation. Um, I hope people take away feeling a little bit more connected to themselves, their community, with some resources and some new insights in how they can really invest in their own mental health and well-being. Our hope is that folks who come to Keeping It 100 with a focus on black health and wellness We'll leave here thinking about the myriad of ways that we can take care of ourselves and each other, that we can be co-creators and collaborators in our collective liberation, and we can be practicing abolition through the ways in which we take care of our bodies, our minds, our spirits, and we take care of our community through health and wellness.
Wow, there it is right there. You know, exposure is key. And shout out to the whole team at Creative Justice for this amazing event, Keeping It 100. It is so real uh, when we talk about bringing all of these different modalities of healthcare into our sphere of understanding. Uh, So much of it is being exposed to something so that you can know it exists and you can understand the positive benefits of all of it. When we are talking about caring for for ourselves. There's something so unique about that in terms of different cultures and how historically different cultures have brought health and wellness to their communities. And so now a lot of these uh, methods are being uplifted in such a great way. And it's amazing to see that, you know, so many different organizations are focusing on that as their specialty, but making sure community stays engaged with their work so that people who need these these services who need these methods of healing have access to it. That's really the key overall. And I want to say too that you know, for me, this has been a major uh, pillar of the day with Trey since day one. I wanted to make sure folks in the audience there got a chance to really understand some of the things that are happening on the ground with regard to health and wellness and how a lot of folks are taking it on themselves. You think about uh, a place like Tubman Center for Health and Freedom that's working to be one of the first federally qualified healthcare centers uh, right here in the Pacific Northwest that is owned by folks from the global majority and bringing these kinds of modalities of health to a large federally qualified healthcare center space. Um, This means it's like, you know, we get so used to going to the hospital and seeing a certain doctor and they are, you know, uh, have their doctorate because they are practicers of medicine. But what we've seen in in the past is that there's also a push for a one way to do business when it comes to medicine, when it comes to health and wellness. And we all know that that's not really the case. So the idea is that some of these new methods really that are historically rooted in ancient methods are coming back into play is great to know. Also, You know, we're also seeing more representation with some of the methods that are known uh, by Western medicine and widely practiced and used, something like therapy, like Washington Therapy Fund. And what Ashley and her team are doing is bringing out the fact that there are therapists who look like you, who have an understanding a little bit more because of their lived experience, what you may be going through. And it also breaks the barrier of a lot of people who have not historically um, and generationally trusted certain sources of health and wellness, because oftentimes it meant that they were going to a lot of, uh, you know, special specialists who do not look like them. And so there's this barrier sometimes to build the trust that what that person is going to give you, what that doctor is going to give you is actually good for you. And now you have folks who uh, can bring their lived experience into a space like therapy and begin to break down that barrier from the beginning. Uh, That for me, it says a lot. And it's so necessary in our community because we do need to be caring for ourselves so that we can live into our elder ages and really benefit other generations like I'm experiencing so many of my elders doing. And 
also, lastly, caring for each other in community is key when we want to think about how we're going to ensure that our communities are safe, well, and protected. That means that we do have to care for each other. We can't wait for somebody else to do it. So I really appreciate Creative Justice for stepping up to the plate to showcase that. Well, after this break, I get to show you all a couple of different clips of how Converge has been outside of Seattle, continuing to tell great stories. I'm excited to bring some of these stories to you. And throughout the week, you'll be seeing some great clips of Portland, uh, amazing spaces out there that are just doing great work. And we were out there and we are going to be showcasing a lot of that work this week. So I get to kick it off uh, right after this short break. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching The Day with Trey. Portland, it is Besa Gordon from Converge Media and your very own Jammin' 107.5 inviting you to tap in all week as we uplift black businesses across the Rose City. We checked in with Stack and Kicks, Black Mannequin, Yeah That Clothing, Mr. Chuck's Auto Detail, and more. It's the Rose City Black Business Uplift all week, Monday through Friday, across all Converge Media platforms. What up y'all, T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art planning and opportunities. This year's Four Culture Project Grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. Four Culture Project Grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, Four Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to fourculture.org for more. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And as I said, Converge has been hitting the pavement. And it's really because there's so many great things going on in our community. And we have to really break down the myth that nothing's going on in Seattle. Where are the Black folks? Where is the culture? Nothing's happening in the Pacific Northwest. Well, we showed you before the break about an amazing organization, Creative Justice, who was doing a great event around health and wellness, right? Right here in Seattle. But as I said, Converge has been all over the Pacific Northwest. And we were able to spotlight a woman who is doing some great work up there in Spokane. Let's hear a little bit more about Latrice Williams. Hey, I'm Latrice Williams and welcome to Spokane. I'm actually a broker owner of a real estate firm here. I am also um, an entertainer performer. I'm the legislative lead for housing and homeless advocacy for District 4 as well. I am the first black-owned female real estate firm here in Spokane, Washington. The real story is this. I came into real estate led by God. And so, you know, when you're led by God to do something, things should be falling into place, which they did. Um, first year, I was the rookie of the year. I sold 44 homes my first year. But at the real estate firm that I was in and under, remember, everything is built on a systemic um, force basically right and with me being a young black woman not only am I a young black woman but I'm also firmly incarcerated I felt like I was kind of being pushed back and blocked or just not being seen and so instead of me staying in that culture I just built my own so we did 12 million last year 
um, which is great in a society where it's really like one to two million or maybe one to three million is the average. So um, we're doing really well. I do want to shout out my program, Account Me In. It's an accountability program. I am actually bringing on mentees. So I mentor young women and I have a high focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I want to make sure that people that are, they thought that, oh man, college is not the thing for me and maybe I don't want to be a doctor, I don't want to be a lawyer, but I do want to make that kind of money. I want to give them the opportunity with real estate. Also an author, um, I like to write about situations to help people prepare themselves. So the book that I wrote last year is about preparing your home to get ready to sell and how you can uh, capitalize on your investment because that's what it is. Everybody needs to know, but especially people of color, we need to be focused on generational wealth. We are here at our brand new offices at Vision Properties. I've been here for probably about a year now, but we just opened the brokerage on January 4th. Back in 2010, the I was I was incarcerated for crack cocaine. Fair Sentencing Act was changed, right? It was the, um, they implied it, so they put it into action. And there were people who were in there for life sentences, 25, 30 year sentences, and they were getting immediately released. I will walk down the compound and I'm like, hearing people talk about, I don't, I don't even want to go home. I don't want to go home because I have lost too much. That is so sad to hear. Even when I think about it now, it brings me almost to tears because if you are so, you're so comfortable with the inside that when it's time for you to come home, you're not prepared to come home. That's a problem. I think a lot of restorative practices start or they stop where they help people like find housing and they help people find a job. But if you help somebody find a job that's the minimum wage, how is that sustainable? So what I'm doing is specifically helping people, not just when they're fresh out of prison, but I go from, because I'm partnered with The Way to Justice as well, which is another organization out here to help people, not only after they're out of prison to get their um, legal financial obligations removed, to get them housing. And then I have an accountability program that's connected with the brokerage. It's not just about the, the large goals, the big goals, like the five year, the three year, the one year goal. It's about what am I doing right now? Like how the hell am I even gonna make it next week? Where am I sleeping at, right? So breaking down those goals into smaller goals, right? Like a weekly goal. And then they contact me an accountability partner daily. When I was fresh out of prison, I was like, I didn't really have um, a specific mentor or somebody to tell me how to, what to do and, um, how to do it. I think a lot of a lot of people don't really make it. They there is a high recidivism rate because they don't have an accountability partner, somebody that's like, hey, I've been there for real. I've been there before. Where are you at right now? And Father, Father, God allowed this to happen to me um, and for me. But it's really important that I go back and get other people. And so um, what that looks like is me setting an example. And how can I be your accountability partner if I'm not gonna do what I ask you to do? Because it works, right? So I have to show you that it works. Here today, pick it light and pick it signs. Don't punish me with brutality.
Wow. That's what I'm talking. I mean, y'all know that for me, inspiration is like the key, but it goes beyond that. And, you know, if you can create habits of healing yourself and taking care of others, Latrice is definitely showcasing that. And I'm excited because she's actually going to be joining me in a couple of weeks here. So we'll get to dive into her whole story. But just the fact that you can pull yourself up and do something with your life that is profound and transformative for you, but for also your community and for others. There's something really special about those kinds of examples. And I really appreciate the fact that, you know, Converge has been on the ground and saying we need to uplift all of these stories. We need to make sure that folks hear from, you know, amazing people like Latrice in Spokane doing great work out there and clearly dedicated to not just those who are coming out of prison system, but also to those who are looking to find their way and their path. And she's like, hey, let me open up this door for real estate for you like it was for her. So it's just beautiful that we have people like Latrice that we can spotlight and really showcase to you all something I'm always talking about here. When we see ourselves as a part of the solution, we make magnificent change. But also, you know, Converge, as we said there, we were hitting up Portland. There's some amazing spaces that we got to make sure y'all know about because it's just our sister city, not very far from us. And we definitely need to go out here and check out some dope spots. Let's start with Stacking Kicks, y'all. Hey, I'm David Jefferson. Welcome to the flagship store Stacking Kicks. Stacking Kicks, man, designed to embrace the streetwear culture, the sneaker culture. Um, sort of a spinoff between like stacking chips at a casino in Vegas. Anybody with a lot of kicks, you got to stack them up, man. So uh, I wanted to create a great alternative to collecting shoes and just, you know, make it more dope and make it sound better. Started like 13 years ago, man. First did it out the trunk. Um, didn't get like a little office space till like nine years later. Then a year later than that, I got me a little store off Sandy in Portland off 33rd. And now a month and a half in, I've been in Lloyd Center Mall, man, where I grew up at. We could probably find like some dope track suits. Um, I got a lot of made from scratch, a lot of high quality. Um, we do snapbacks, we do dad hats. Uh, we do short sets, we do tees, we do hoodies, we do bubble coats. We do beanies, you know what I mean? We do boxers, we do dope kids sweatsuits. Um, you know, we do masks, we do socks, man. We just everything related to streetwear, I think that, you know, something you can throw some kicks on with for sure. A lot of sneaker related brands out there. I just think mine kind of hits you right in the heart because essentially you are stacking kicks. This is like what you're doing. This is this is who you are. Um, and I think also who I am as a human being, um, I think the energy aspect me understanding the community aspect and the spiritual aspect of being a businessman uh, and being a community leader all ties into individuality, I think, and success. We value the people that it's not just about money, it's about having a real value system um, and, and really reaching out and trying to uplift people around you, uplift your community, and just be honest with it, you know? Um, this ain't, ain't just a, a streetwear brand, you know? I've grown a lot since I started the brand, so it's not just sneaker related as it used to be, but a lot of people support because they like the community aspect of the brand. I'm everywhere. I do my best to support all the venues and everybody doing good things in the city. Like I show up, you know, um, in marketplaces. I would shop with other people um, and I do the best to spread the love that, I, that I've gotten back, man. 
I just wanted to make my contribution to the culture, man. You know, um, I want to be honest with, with who I am and what I believe in. And and it kind of reflects my value system just for, you know, streetwear, sneakers. And I want to find a way to connect that to other consumers and, you know, other people that love the culture as much as I do. Creating a mentorship in the shop where I can show some of the kids, like, some of the mindset that I use and the formula to define myself and help them do the same thing, right? And so I needed proof. I needed to show that it worked first. So Stacking Kicks is sort of a segue to showing people that this man is not just talking, he's actually doing as he's showing you and he's still smack dab in the middle of the process. I think a lot of people don't teach sometimes until, you know, they pass tense or they teach before they even know anything. But, you know, I happen to create my programs right in the smack dab middle of my success. Um, so people can see like this is real, it's authentic. And that's something, that's leverage that the brand allowed me to use. I want them to feel like they not just supporting clothes, they supporting an entire um, community, you know, like I keep going back to that word because ultimately, I mean, that's what I think pushes everything, you know, how, how deep you are into your community and everything that you support me with, I find a way to support them with at the same time, whether it's just through encouragement or putting on shows for new brands to be a part of, um, you know, whether it's doing a mentorship or, you know, whether it's creating a pop-up scene for other brands to get involved in showcase, you know, it's always bigger than me. And, and that's the biggest thing about Stacking Kicks is it's not just David. Yeah, right now, I'm physically located at the Lloyd Center. It's uh, 1601 Northeast Lloyd Center, Portland, Oregon, 97232. I'm on stackingkicks.com. That's stacking, no G. Kicks with a Z at the end, no S.com. Gmail, stackingkicks at Gmail. Um, Instagram, at stackingkicks. Um, Facebook, stackingkicks clothing. Just remember, stackingkicks with a Z at the end, no S. Yo, if you in town, you're in Portland, come on down to the Lloyd Center. Stacking Kicks is right in the building, right next to my boy Joe Brown's Carmel. Come in, come support, show love, good conversation, good energy. There it is right there. One of our first uh, Portland segments for this week. Shout out to everyone over there at Stacking Kicks. And it's so great to hear again that we have business owners that are staying connected to their community. It's one thing to be building a brand and get, you know, customers and everything to come in and support the brand. But it's another thing to also be there to support others, as he said. And it's great to hear that. And so just a huge shout out to the Converge team for hitting the pavement, being out here to tell these phenomenal stories so that we can share them with you all. I'm looking forward to sharing more Portland segments throughout the week. So stay tuned for those. Of course, I get to wrap it all up right after this short break, y'all. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Prosperity in Black America. What will this require? Is Black business prospering? Are we reaching women and minority-owned businesses? How do we achieve earning parity for wealth for our families? Do our children really have access to education? Will our families have choices for our children? Prison pipelines, mass incarceration, tearing our families apart. A healthcare system not accessible to the masses. The disproportionate termination of black women from corporate America. When will we actually begin to address what's really at play? How do Black people gain more power to help make these changes? This requires a lot of political will and courage. I'm that provocateur of change. 
I am Cindy Bright. Welcome to Heartbeat. Welcome back, everyone, to the David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Just so refreshing to be able to dive into all of this great work that Converge Media has been doing on the ground. Shout out to everyone who opens up your doors for us to come and share your stories, your events, your organizations, your businesses, the works that you're doing out here in community. It is beautiful and so inspiring to see all of this great work happening in our community. And I have been saying it all episode, but shout out to the Converge crew who has been hitting the ground. I mean, we have people that are dedicated to their this right here in terms of Converge Media, dedicating their talent and skill set to really showcase all of these great works happening. And it is a pleasure for me to be a part of all this. Y'all know I want you to be inspired. You know, as we share these stories and we're out in community uplifting folks, please know that you too have something to share. You have a story to tell. And I look forward to being able to uplift you one day when you decide to see yourself as a part of the solution. Of course, for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., y'all. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.